Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we get into uh, our fearless beer review. We get into the vinyl stuff, stuff we picked up, stuff we've been listening to, and Jeff's record store, Desert Grooves Record cool. out, Records out in Arizona. Pot talking's hard tonight. It's been a while. Uh, and um, after that, we get into some new music and other happenings in the music world. And if you didn't already know, my name is Tyler. And way out there, hundreds of miles away, is Jeff. Ew. And uh, while you're listening, go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, give us five stars. Please go do that. And all the social media is at Asinine Radio. So let's just jump right into the Fearless Beer Review. What do you got today, Jeff? Go. I don't. I don't have anything exciting. I just. I haven't gone anywhere. And then like Thanksgiving happened, yeah. so all the all the exciting beer that I did have, I ended up just giving away to people that were here. So I don't have anything exciting. I just have uh, plain old people. Ultra, ultra and lime, baby. That's I'm, I'm <laughs> Make kicking a it old ultra. school. Kicking it old school. Uh, with a with a lime, you said. Yes, sir. Okay, that's gross. Uh, so I have, uh, Lagunitas, uh, brewing beer called a little something, something, a smooth and silky wheat IPA. I know you've had this before. I've had this before, but it's been a very, very long time. Um, this is a uh, 52 IBU, 7.5 ABV. And, uh, yeah, I've had this one a lot. Lagunitas <laughs> puts out good beer generally and, um, down to down to try this one again. This is the this is the little bit more powerful IPA of theirs, and um, I don't know, man. I'm down. I'm down to start drinking. Let's get sure, this pot going. Some, something. Sure, sure, sure. I'm ready. Here I, we go. I poured mine. Here we go. I'm ready. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, there, buddy. Oh, oh yeah, there, buddy. All right. So. Let's talk about our beers and then uh, rate our beers based off of our world-famous three-point rating system where three is a perfect beer, two is a good beer you're going to continue to drink, one is a bad beer, but give it a shot, and zero is a drain pour. So what do you give your uh, your Michelob Ultra prickly pear? Nope. Go. It's just regular, but it has lime. It's just an ultra with lime. Oh, okay. Sorry. Not, My not bad. prickly pear. It's okay. That's okay. It is your bad beer. It's okay. You know, there's something to be said like on a cold day with a cold beer. It's just like everything's just so much colder, you know? I kind of like it. Yeah. I kind of dig it. <laughs> and like it's pretty hot, cold like on Arizona. Cold beer and hot. I mean, it's not that cold, but it's co- it's colder comparatively to where we're normally experiencing 120 degree weather. Yeah. But it's, it's, I've been, dude, this no, good. Yeah. yeah, it's good. It's good. It's not great. It's, it's, this is two, two all day. This is like the perfect two if there ever was a two. Perfect two if there ever was a two. If there ever was a two. This is it. Drink it again. I'll always buy it. It's always in the fridge. It's always cheap. And it's good. It's like a, it's it's an in betweener. It's light. It's basically fucking water, right? It like really I, it's is. The yeah, most you're watery right. of all, like the the four light beers. It is of the all most the light watery, beers. the most tasteless of all of the beers. You're absolutely right. All you taste is lime. You just like the taste of lime. Yeah, yeah. If if if, I, if they could alcoholic lime, if they could do that, then I would I would just do that. So, <laughs> you know. All right. All right. Um, <laughs> my my little something some. This is not good. Um, I, what I looked at the I looked at the Best Buy date. It was uh, September fifteenth of this year, so 
It's about two and a half months, or about two, a little over two months old, past the Best Buy date, and it's flat. It is flat as Ew. hell. Where'd you buy it from? Yeah, the liquor store down the street, and I I buy a lot mm. of shit from them. Um, but yeah, no, this is uh, I know if this was a a fresher beer, or didn't it wasn't expired essentially, uh, it would be a lot better. But yeah, no, this is this is completely flat. It's watery as hell. Um, I'm gonna pour this out because it's not good, and that's not a knock wow. on the beer because the beer is well, normally good. Well, you just poured it's it just, out, so I think that's a knock on the beer there, dude. <laughs> Well, it's it's a flat beer. We've all had flat beer. It's it's not good. Um, so yeah, the, it, man, this sucks. I was just really looking forward hard. to this too. Let me get some carbonation in there. Do what? Just shake it up real hard. <laughs> the <laughs> remainder of it. Yeah. Here I'm doing that right now. All bubbles. Yeah, don't do that. Um, it's explode or something. I mean, I, the can's already open. I just have a can of it, like a uh, like a twenty ounce can. That was a waste. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it was like three dollars. Yeah, that's a waste of three dollars. That's true because it's gonna be poured out um, after we're done with this pod. So yeah, normally I'd probably I'd give this like a two out of three, but tonight I'm gonna have to do this a zero out of three because it is a drain pour. So tonight, tonight, uh, uh, I did. Uh, has has Raul ever left a uh, oh, review dang, for the Michelobes? Let's see. Because he did leave one. He did leave one for my little sum sum. He left this back in September of 2013. And uh, this is what he says about it. He says, hotter than Nina Agdahl's Twitter feed. A little something, something seemed ripe for the occasion. This done sucker get, get Raul into trouble. Seven and a half percent, but it does go down quicker than that. Get your mind out of the gutter, my my minions. But yeah, this dang <laughs> sucker is smoother than my baby mama after she gets waxed. Smooth, supple, more flavor than J-Lo <laughs> chewing on bubblegum. Yep. There you go. Supple. Classic Raul. <laughs> yep. Classic Raul one. He likes to end like his his things with either one word or just like a small little phrase. <laughs> That's true. He does a lot of times. He, it is yep. He did leave one for me though. Three out of or the, for the Michelob Ultra. Three out of five was the aggregate, but he did, everything is a three all around. Overall three, feel three, taste three, smell three. He said, "Okay, what's in the sweet? What does that mean? Okay, what's in the sweet, man? Um, this is ha- dude. This is like there's a lot of spelling errors too." Um, this is happening. It really is. Like people don't think that Dua Lipa chick is fine, but Raul would in a hot minute destroy it like a caterpillar tractor. And here I am drinking this ultra and not exactly hating it. I'm gone. Dude, a lot of lot of grammar errors, just like weird yeah. sentence fragments. Yeah, this is yeah, okay. When when did he write that one? Two thousand twenty one. Oh, okay. Fair wow, for a Michelob Ultra, that's new. Wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I looked up Nina Nina Agdal, uh, the person that he referenced, hotter than Nina Agdal on Twitter. Um, she's a Danish model, and she was a Sports Illustrated model. Um, so yeah, that's I guess that's her claim to fame. And I looked her up. She's she's all right. She's kind of she's pretty. <laughs> she's all right. She's <laughs> not that hot. <laughs> Come on, man. She's but yeah. Anyway, whatever. I'm trying to see. Let's when, check out her like, Twitter feed. Raul Raul's been doing this. His oldest uh, uh, review is 2012. His, it looks like his first review is Pliny. Pliny. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. I, I feel like we've seen stuff prior to that, but maybe not. Dude, his first review was 2012. It was Pliny. And then his next two is Paps, PBR, and then Corona. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> True Southern guy. California guy, too. Dude, he gave Corona oh, so low. Yeah, Corona is not a very good beer. <laughs> He gave Corona a 1.5 out of 5. 
Uh, that's that's fair. I mean, it really is. Out of all that's, the Mexican beers, that is, well, Tecate is worse, but really nothing's worse than a Corona Tecate. And even then, Mexican lagers aren't that aren't that great. He's only given he's only given two fives. Exponential hoppiness from Alpine Beer Company, and then Abner from Hills Farmstead Brewery. Both IPAs. Wait, wait, hold hold on one second. Hold hold on one second. Oh, oh. There she is. That was weird, man. What was it? It was like, did you hear a noise at all? I did not. No. Okay. So like, right before we started the podcast, I heard a, we were, when we were potting, I heard a, like a, something fell and I went and looked and it was like the water bottles had fell off of something and I'm like, okay, well I just moved shit around, whatever, they fell. And then just right now when I left, it sounded like metal fell like almost like a propane tank that like you get that, that that ping that hollow ping sound. Yeah, that's what it fucking sounded like. And I just searched the whole house and nothing fell. Is Ruben home? Yeah, he's right behind me, but he had no reaction. Or he kind of looked up, but then the cat was out in the living room and she was just sit, sitting there like nothing. It was probably happened. the stupid cat. It probably knocked. No, the but there's over. nothing. But there's nothing out there to be knocked over. I I I looked. There's not. It was not. There's nothing. Cats are sneaky, dude. Dude, I, I just don't know what would have fallen. It sounded like a propane tank. Are your doors locked? Or you, yeah, you know, yeah. No, all no. I lock the doors when I'm potting. I lock the doors when I'm potting. Okay. That's uh, just kind of creepy, man. Uh, Are you scared now? Like what if you got murdered on bit. like on on air? Live on pot on the pod. But I like what I have to edit that and post it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How would you Dropbox it? That'd be just that you, you'll have to get the computer. Yeah, you have to get the computer. Take it out of evidence, police evidence. <laughs> or I just asked a person who's murdering you to Dropbox it. <laughs> <laughs> Save it so we can post it. Yeah. That I'm actually probably would like be, a, I mean, that would probably make somebody famous, right? Like, has that been done Oh, before? yeah, for sure. It's no, I don't think before. so. Ready to continue? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not dead, so let's do it. <laughs> All right. Oh. So, yeah, uh, are, we, are, we, are we good with the Fearless Beer Review? <laughs> Do you want five minutes to like thoroughly check the house? Yeah, l- yeah. Like, let me check the house okay. again. I'm going right. to check the closet. I'm going to stop it. I'll save it. Yeah. You yeah, probably should yeah, do okay. that. That's a little weird. Anyway, do we have anything else on the Fearless Beer Review? Um, No, I do not. No? Okay, so let's jump into the vinyl stuff, stuff we've been listening oh, to, stuff we picked up, and uh, about your uh, your record store, Desert Grooves Records. Huge, Huge shout, shout out. out. So what do you got today, Jeff? Uh, this is all stuff that I got from my record store, as per usual. The first one is more surf music, because that's what we really want, right? Is more surf music. Um, this, exactly. this group called the Surf Raiders, their first album is called Raiders of the Lost Surf. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> they're, they're a surf group from Azusa, California. This was released in 82, so it's kind of like the second wave of, of surf music here in the 80s. Um, this is an OG copy, which is cool, because it's on this like blue and white marbled that was made to like mimic mm-hmm. and look like ocean waves. And it kind of does. It matches the aesthetics. It's really cool. These nice. guys did three albums within like two years, as was usual for surf groups. Of course. Um, <laughs> the singer of this group actually put out a book in the late 80s that details like surf music in the early 60s, but focuses on like the real surf shit and like the more obscure bands, like the instrumental stuff, really. Um, I think it's called mm-hmm. like surf guitars of the or 60s or something like that. So I do want to buy that book and read it and add it to the list of eight other books that I've read in my life. 
But um, yeah, I don't know. It's really cool. We actually also got three. We got all three of their records in at the same time from the same guy. This is their first record. The next two are test pressings. One of the test pressings is like handwritten. Nice. And it shows like the track listing. And one of the track listings, like they fucked up. So we crossed it out and had to rewrite it. So nice. I think about just keeping that one because like how do you, I don't even know how to put a price on it because this is not like Dick Dale. This is the Surf Raiders. And unless you're really into surf and like surf music, you're never going to buy this. But having that test pressing is just fucking cool. Yeah, that's pretty rad. Test pressings are cool. I wish I had a test pressing in Green Dog Eye, but I don't. The next thing that I have <laughs> is I got an OG Americana, the offspring. I know, that's crazy. I, you should just give that to me. I'll, I'll actually I'll take that when I'm out there this week. That's fine. I probably will just I'll, I'll probably just trade it to you for like a stick of gum or something like that. Maybe like a half stick of gum. <laughs> I'll actually. give you my copy. I'll give you my copy of Americana. I didn't know you had a copy. I didn't know you liked this album, to be honest. Um It was weird because yeah, we were digging through this guy's stuff. And, you know, it's all like Boston and, and Zeppelin and Pink Floyd. And then there was a sealed gutter mouth and then Americana. So I was like, what the fuck? And then, again, after that, it was just, you know, fucking Queen and Bad Company. But just those two records. Like, what the hell? Why is this in here? Why did this guy have this? But and not only was the there one mouth. sealed gutter mouth, there was two sealed gutter mouths. Which I eventually <laughs> brought back to the store because I listened to it. And I, before I opened it up, I was like, I really, I really, really need to know if I want this or if I just like want this. And I didn't, I didn't keep it. Yeah. I didn't keep it. Yeah. And it's Terry Yakimoto, Yakimoto, right? Yeah. Terry Yakimoto. That's that's definitely lower tier gutter mouth, like bottom two. It's still, it's still early. It's like their first slash second record and he's not full, like nasally obnoxious. He only, he only says bad words a handful of times. Doesn't really make fun of anybody. Has that song, if I lived <laughs> under the CCC, oh, how great it would be if I could CCC. I could visit all the fish anytime I wish. So, yeah, it's, it's a good record. It's not great, though. But anyway, Americana, OG. It's not worth, like, a ton, but it's just, I, I thought that was great finding in the wild, so. Oh, that's great. That's awesome. Just another cool thing to add to my collection. You know what I mean? Lean me and you'll get there. Um, another thing that I picked up here is. We, my collection is way better than yours, t- and t- it's t- already t- leaning me. Take a there to get lean and mean, but that's all right. This other guy brought in, he, he he had come into my store. He said, hey, do you guys sell mailers? And I was like, well, like we have mailers. Do you just like, do you, do you want one? He said, no, I'll buy one. I said, I don't know how to, dude, just fucking take it. I don't care. What are you mailing? He said, oh, I sold some high-priced records on eBay or on Discogs. I was like, oh, like, what'd you, what'd you sell? He said, oh, I sold Weezer's, like an original UK Weezer's first album. I said, well, hold on there, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Are you, are you sure it's the UK one? Like, are you sure it's the first press? He's like, yeah, it's got the thin papers. Okay, it's got the thin because there's also like another early UK pressing of of Weezer, their first album. But you mm. can see their legs, like all of their legs and their feet in the picture. So it's an elongated yeah. thing by them. But in the original one, it chops off at like the ankle, so you don't see their feet. And I asked him that. He's like, yeah, you, they, uh, dude, it's the real one. I said, do you have it? He's like, yeah, like, it's in my car. I'm like, can you can you like go bring it in? That's my favorite band of all time. Like, I just. If you're sending it off, I have to at least look at it. I have to at least touch it, feel it. And so he leaves, and Sloan was there. <laughs> Sloan was there at the shop, friend of the pot Sloan. And I was like, watch, dude. I'm going to get this album. <laughs> There's no fucking way this is leaving my store, not in my hands. So he comes back, and like, it's sure as shit, dude, it's the fucking original one. And like, it's super damn clean, pretty much like near mint there, damn. never been played. And I was like, how much did the guy buy it for? He's like, oh, he bought it for 250 And I said, okay, dude, like, I know this sounds fucked up and it's sad, but like, and I just, I went into how much I love this record, how much I love this band, 
how much is going to my house if I buy it? And I said, this sounds fucked up, but like if I give you 250 cash, will you apologize to the guy? You can blame me if you want and just say like another Weezer fan offered me cash and I need the cash. So therefore, that's why I got it. After some back and forth and he like, he, you could tell he felt bad. I said, like, I don't want to pressure you, man. Like do what you want to do. I don't. I don't want to pressure you, but I'm going to pressure you. Exactly. That's what I said. I said, I don't want to pressure you. You do what you want to do. But like, I really, really want this record. So like I, the offers on the table, you let me know. He's like, that's I'll do that. I'll do that. So like, as I was saying that he messaged the guy, guy messaged right back and he told him like, it's going to somebody who's like really loves Weezer. And the guy's like, I understand. I would do the same thing. I'm really bummed. That sucks, but I get it. So yeah, gave him 250 Damn. bucks. Got myself a blue album. And the guy made off with more more money as well, because I mean, he probably in the end he probably only made like two ten. Yeah. After the discogs fees and the, the you know the mailer and all that kind of shit. But he still needed the two the other mailer to mail the other record he mailed off, which he mailed something I didn't care about. But he's like, "Well, how much for the mailers?" Like, dude, just take the fucking mailer. <laughs> I don't, I don't, like right now, I don't care. We just made a two hundred fifty dollar <laughs> transaction. I'm not gonna nickel and dime you for a mailer, bro. Just take it. <laughs> Oh, I can't believe you have an OG. Yeah. So, an OG blue. And, and really, like, the cheapest one you can buy online is, is like, three-something. And it's not nearly the ni- as nice as this one. So I probably could throw it up on, like, in our store for, like, 400 and and just go down a little bit from there. But, no, this one's... Why uh, would you want to do that? This no. one's staying here Lean and mean, baby. You'll get there. Lean You'll get there. You'll get it one day. So I think this is the uh, the most expensive Exhausting. record that I've bought is 250 One record. Okay. That beats me. That beats me. I don't think even the box that I bought. I don't think any box that exceeded. How much was the mill or the uh, the autumn? Oh, I take it back. the The Mars Volta box set was. Oh, that's right. It was five sixty, I believe. Autumn, I think, was two six two fifty. I think it was about two fifty. Wow. God, that's just stupid money. Stupid fucking money. Yeah, and it's crazy because I will take this. I will take this two fifty purchase over autumn any day of the week. There's no way. <laughs> Any day of the week. I would too. I would too. If I came across a, an OG blue, I'd give that up for the autumn box set. Just, just magical, 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 magical. Yeah, I don't <laughs> that's know. crazy, man. I, I can't believe it. It's, it's, but, it's um, astonishing how much cool stuff has already walked through in the past. Just what I know, October, it, November, three months. Yeah, three two months. months? I, that's insane. The kind of shit that, that you've gotten already. Yeah, like all kind of genres too. It's not just. It's not just like, you know, random Pink Floyd or something like that. You're getting like quality shit yeah. from all genres. Yeah. Pretty good. Stuff, pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty pretty good. And if you want to listen to any of the songs that we're talking about off these albums, you could there's a playlist in the uh in the episode description. So go check it out. Um follow along, I guess if you want. But um but yeah, no, okay, cool. So is that all you got? Yeah, the, that's just that's the, it. the blue. Just, the just those three there. Yeah. Been a, been a shorter week, kind of, but um, anyway, yeah, what I got this week, I went to White Rabbit uh, Records in Fullerton. Don't go to many record shops anymore. Uh, just don't have time. Too much stuff to take care. But I went care. there, hung out with uh, with Tracy, the guy who, who works at the shop all the time, and um, shot the shit, picked up a couple records. Uh, one of them was the Descendants record, Milo Goes to College. Picked that one up and he's and then um, we started talking about, you know, because he's a musician as well. He plays guitar and sings. And uh, and he's like, oh, you, do you know, you know, Tony Lombardo? And I said, well, I don't know him, but he's like, you know, of him. And I said, yeah, yeah. And he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm friends. I've been friends with him for like 25 years or something. We play music together, this and that. And he's kind of told me that he's told me about this guy, Tony, before. 
and uh, but he never said his last name. And then <laughs> and then you know we got to talking more. He's like, yeah, it's Tony Lombardo that that you know we've talked about. And he's like, I'll play you some of the music that we've we've demoed. And he played it for me, and I'm like, why don't you just release this? He's like, no man, it's not it's not mixed, it's not mastered, nothing like that. I don't think Tony wants to go want it. We don't want it to go out like that. It's like, dude, if you put this up, this shit, it's fucking solid punk music. Yeah. Like, it's fucking great. And the fact that he's playing with Tony Lombardo, who played on the first two Descendants records, it's fucking, it's it's so awesome. It's fucking great. And it's irritating. I'm like, hey, man, if can I just, like, burn this CD? Like, I'll bring my, computer, my <laughs> old computer in and just burn the CD. It's like, no, nah, I don't want it to get out online. I don't want Tony to find out. No, no, Dude, no. these fucking, these, these, these artists yeah. just fucking do it get it done it's never gonna do if you don't do it right now i know and i said i say hey man you know i have a podcast i'll gladly play this music on the podcast and kind of spread the word he's like no i can't do it i i I can't i don't have all the the go ahead on that i can't do it i'm sorry and we've listened to like the whole demo is like six songs or something like that it's like yeah and then here's here's us rehearsing in his living room like 15 years ago and I listened to that. And I'm like, dude, this sounds, I mean, for just like a one mic in a living room, it sounded fucking great. It was so good. Ah, it was so annoying. It's just like you're sitting on this like fucking great punk music and it's just going to be lost in the sands of time. That's, it was so frustrating. I mean, so really, frustrating. Yeah, it's, it's going to be lost. I mean, that, that type of like, now let's wait until like we can perfect it and then it just never happens. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's unfortunate. And, and Tony's like 75, 76 years old. He's fucking old as hell. And um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to go <laughs> yeah. further into that. But, you know, it's just it kind of it sucks. It's never going to never going to see the light of day. It sucks because like, like this is not just some fucking record store, dude. You know what I mean? This is dude, the guy playing the Descendants. Come on. I know. Don't be silly. <laughs> I know. Come on. It's great stuff. Come on. But anyway, yeah, Milo goes to college. Check it out. I mean, Descendants are amazing, and this record is perfect. So, got that. And then um, another record. I just threw this one on here. It's not a new record I got, um, but it's the 20th anniversary of the record, and it's Corn. Their album, Take a Look in the Mirror, their sixth album from 2003. And it came out like a week ago, 20 years ago. And, uh, Last the, it's the last album with the original lineup of the band. They self-produced this one, has Nas on the on one of the songs. It's it's a, definitely a different record, he, probably one of their heaviest records or the heaviest record up to this point. And um, yeah, I don't know. But just I can't believe it's been twenty years. I remember this record and the Blink record came out the same week. I think maybe a week apart. So it was like it was like heaven for me, you know, in fucking junior year of high school or whatever. <laughs> heaven for me. <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> Damn, man, it was just that was a great, great two weeks of music. The new Blink record, new Corn record. What a time to be alive twenty years ago, right? But yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. You, you, I know you hated the song. You weren't a big fan of this record the last time we did Corn, and you listened to all the records. But that's okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll get you there someday. Yeah, right? I will say the song was um, what's the right right word? Not good. I guess is probably the best Not way good, I could okay. I could say there it. We go. Uh-huh. There we go. Yeah, I put the song break breaks them off, the second song off the, the record. But um anyway, I don't know. That's all I got. I, I got nothing nothing really that great going on this week. Busy week because of Thanksgiving. So um I don't know. But we got anything else? No the vinyls? That's, that's it, that's all. All right. Well, um, you know, nothing really crazy's happened this week. 
normally this time of the year, nothing that special comes out or there's not a lot of music news except for Andre 3000 put out a new record. First new music since um, Idlewild from, I believe, 2006 when that Outcast record came out. And everybody was really excited and then come to find out it's um, it's just him playing the flute for like an hour and 20 minutes. And did you listen to any of this record? Dude, I keep forgetting. I, I kind of really, really <laughs> want to just because like it's so divisive and he's been saying all this, all of these things like he's too old to be rapping and he doesn't feel like he has any connection to rapping. And it's like, like a lot of the older rapper guys are kind of like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? So I don't I don't I don't, I don't right? know what this is supposed to be, but I need to listen. I think to he's it. just being pretty pretentious. Do you think this is like an artsy thing, or do you think he's like 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 Kanye type of thing? This is like a long con. Do you think like what, I don't know. No, like, I don't I, think I, it's I, a I long con. I think I think he's being genuine. I just it's just not good. I listened to like five minutes of it, and I'm like, I'm not gonna listen to an hour of it. Is it really just him I playing just, the flute? Yeah, it's just really just like yeah, that's really all it is. Are there beats? But it's not just like a normal flute. It's just like he, there's like I mean I did like I said I didn't listen to the whole record. But like apparently, like he d- plays like different kinds of flutes, not just like a normal. <laughs> normal and then I didn't even get to the song. So D'Antoni Parks, the, the the one of the drummers for the Mars Volta back in the day, he plays on one track, and I didn't even bother listening to that track. I just, I just don't care. Do not care. But from what I gather, it's mostly just the flute. Like there's nothing else that's played. Like no rhythm section whatsoever. It's just the flute, flutes. So okay, I mean, I just whatever. Yeah, I, I just right. it's so dumb. It's so lame. <laughs> I mean, that's just like that's beyond fucking stupid. If that's truly just a record full of flutes with no beat, with no other instrumentation, like okay, that's dumb, but okay, that's what it is, dude. All right, well, I mean, that's all that's happened this week. I got nothing else. Um, you got anything else? I didn't know he played the flute. From what I was reading, like he's been playing the flute for like twenty years, and it's just like. <laughs> He just kind of like carries it around and shit. Like I guess he's like always pictured with his flute. Which, never, okay, whatever. never noticed the flute. Okay, all right. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, thank you all for listening. Stay tuned for the main episode. Get into a soundtrack. So uh, that's it. That's all. Oh,